Hey guys, it's Adam. I wanted to talk to you really quick about Buzzsprout. Um, Buzzsprout's a place where you can get your own podcast launched and you can start today for free. I recently started using Buzzsprout and I got to tell you, it's fantastic. I was moving my uh, podcast from one host to another and I ran into a little bit of a snag, but guess what? Buzzsprout had me covered. They helped me out. They interacted with me over email. It was almost real-time chat, and they got my problem solved within minutes. So you can't pay for better tech support. I think the thing is, with most companies, if you get a good place that has good customer service and good support, you can't go wrong there. And they make it easy. It's not hard when you have the right partners like that and the right support like that. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed, and you can join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get your message out into the world. So really, all you need is a quiet place, some gear you already have, like me, I'm using my phone right now and a, and a laptop, uh, and I'm getting this podcast out there, and I'm recording this, uh, this promo. So follow the link in the show notes, and that's going to let Buzzsprout know that I sent you. And if you sign up for a paid plan, it shows that you help support this podcast right here. I would really appreciate it. Hey, guys, thanks again. And back to the show. Hey, guys, it's Adam with another episode of the podcast. Today's podcast, I'm going to talk about why should you train your dog? There's lots of reasons, and I'm going to go over a lot of them. But first, I want to talk to you about Right CBD. That's R-Y-T-E-C-B-D.com. Uh, I give the pet tincture to my dog every day twice a day um, with each meal. Um, it has 0% THC. It's uh, broad-spectrum CBD, um, and it's of, of very pure quality. You're able to um, scan the QR code on each package and find out the, um, uh, the certificate of analysis, which actually what that means is they tell you exactly what's in it, but more specifically, harmful things that are not in it. And if any of that gets flagged, it doesn't go out to the public. But more importantly, it's a third-party lab validation that shows you how pure it is for both the humans and for the pets. Now, for the pet tincture, uh, I've noticed a couple benefits for me and my, my client's dogs. One is uh, my dog had separation anxiety pretty bad, so she still gets a little bit nervous and gets a little bit weird if we do leave her for a little while. So we give her the CBD every day because there are little moments in the day that she is left alone. Um, and it really, I don't notice her doing anything, uh, any of her old tricks or old behaviors. Um, but more specifically, I know she's uh, able to calm down when she is highly, highly excited, highly aroused, and uh, she's really interested in something. Uh, it's also easier for, for me to kind of punch through those um stressful situations where she sees another dog or there's a delivery person uh, coming and she feels a little bit uh, stressed out. But, you know, one of the other things is that she's an eight-year-old dog now. Um, she's in great health and I feed her really great food. But ever since I started giving her the right CBD uh, for the pet, pretty fascinating. Um, she is definitely more playful. And I can say that for, with without question. My wife and I just marvel at the fact that every morning after her meal, um, after her kibble, which I just drizzle uh, a drop or dropper on that. And uh, every meal after dinner, she gets up and she plays. She plays with her toys. She engages with us. Um, she, when, when we have um, pets that stay with us, other uh, of my clients' dogs that stay with us, she's becomes very playful. 
And uh, it's funny because, you know, I talk a lot about puppies and I deal with puppies a lot. And here's the funny thing. She almost has a version of the Zoomies and she's eight. So I'm not calling this a fountain of youth. It doesn't, you know, I mean, I know CBD doesn't heal anything or correct anything, um, you know, per se, but it helps. And I found that for a very um, alert, very aware and anxious dog, um, having CBD in her is, is a benefit. Oh, and I just forgot the other day, um, there's a golf course, not, not too far away from my house and on nice summer nights or, or spring nights, they have parties and they'll let off fireworks. The fireworks drive my dog crazy. I gave her an extra dose of CBD that night in one of her treats and she laid down underneath the, the table. She didn't shake as much, but she went to sleep. And I think that was the key. She went to sleep instead of pacing, panting, um, crying, and looking for escape. So just keep that in mind. And if you ever want to check it out, go to rytecbd.com. Get some today. All right, guys, it's Adam. And I wanted to talk to you guys today about why should you train your dog? Lots of reasons why. I think you know most of them. But here's the thing. The ones that really are the most significant for me is providing your dog with clear leadership, clear rules, clear boundaries. I know I've been going on about this last couple of weeks. Uh, it's very important, but it also um, sets the dog up for success. They have their rules and boundaries. They know what their options are in a lot of these circumstances. And most importantly, many of my clients and people I speak to on a regular basis, especially people nowadays, they're more active with their dogs, their dogs are more fit, and it's I'm very happy to see that within the, the social circles I uh, go around and also in my, my business, a lot of people are taking um, the dog's health very seriously. So they're feeding the dog excellent food, um, their treats are more natural and becoming more higher quality which is fantastic. Exercise is there. So, you know, I know a couple of people that run with their dogs. A lot of people around here um, in northern New Jersey, believe it or not, if you're not from uh, this area or you've never been, everybody has this depiction of what they think New Jersey is and they fly into Newark Airport and they go, well, that's it. Um, it's not, you know, that's uh, one of the most industrial areas in the New York City region. So it, it's kind of hard to gauge that. But we do have really good um wooded areas and um, lots of great hiking and uh, lakes and stuff like that. So people are taking their dogs up there, um, lots of uh, reservations and, and uh, um, uh, state parks, fantastic places so you can take your dog. Well, that's great. I mean, it's like basically being two thirds of the way there. So you're taking care of your dog. They have the great health care and medical care, and then they have their um, their proper nutrition and any kind of, um, I just did an ad for uh, Right CBD. You're giving them the right supplementation, they're healthy, um, they're fit, and you're exercising them, which is great. And one of, one of my dog trainers, when I was still an amateur at all this stuff, used to say, tire dog, tire dog, tire dog. But she didn't really go into like the, the details of, why you need to make your dog tired. So obviously everybody knows you take your dog to a dog park and they run around, they go crazy. Uh, or, you know, you 
go on a run with them or you, you bike with them or you do something like that active, well, that's good. You wear the dog out. But you want to get the real rest. You want to get a dog that isn't barking at every little sound. You want a dog that isn't like hyper-focused on squirrels and uh, leaves blowing past the window. Train your dog. Train your dog to be attentive to you. Train your dog so when you exit the house that rules still apply. Boundaries are real. You know, uh, great. You don't jump on your family when you go through the door, so good dog, right? Well, do they do that outside? And did you train them to? You have to fill in every single blank with a dog because a dog at the end of the day is an animal with teeth and will use them. Now, I'm not suggesting that just because you didn't train your dog every single day of the week, that's, the dog's going to go out and bite somebody. No. What I am saying is, is that your dog can be very well behaved inside your home, but the second you put the leash on and you step outside your front door, it's over. And that dog will not listen to you. And in a lot of cases, when it comes to like leash reactivity, the dog might not respect you because you set no rules or boundaries and you aren't a leader. And then when you're out there, the first thing that happens to the human on the other end of the leash is you freak out. So as far as being a leader, I've said this before, a good leader really isn't overly emotional. You know, they're pretty much business as usual. And if you can do that in those circumstances, that's fantastic. So here's my recommendation for this. And I think this podcast is going to be like the, the shortest one that I've ever done. Here's why uh, dog training is so critical and important. The dog will feel good and be relaxed in, in cir stressful circumstances, in confusing circumstances, because you are guiding them in what to do, when to do it, and that you enjoy it. So if you're doing this stuff when things are mildly stressful on your street, outside of the home, in the home, and then in high-stress situations where there's lots of distractions, you're providing excellent leadership. You're giving the dog frameworks of things you want them to do. And you're also freeing the dog up to socialize on a bigger level than just your immediate family or whoever comes in and out of your home. It's so, so important to be able to show the dog that you make good decisions all the time. And the, the decisions that you make especially when things are scary to the dog or the dog's nervous or anxious. And the dog can, can see you as the calm center of the world and do the right things. And when they do the right things, guess what? You reward them heavily. So somebody's going to say out there, yeah, well, you know, my dog won't listen to me without treats. Well, how about this? Train your dog without treats inside your home and don't be rude, don't be aggressive, don't be mean. Just realize you're, you asked your dog to sit, insist the dog sits. And then reward. How are you going to reward? Reward with affection, praise, attention, your focus on them. And okay, you don't want to use food anymore? Play. Play a game of tug. Play with a ball. Get a squeaker toy. Reward the dog that way. Let the dog chase you around a little bit. And then go back into training. So the dog starts to understand that, you know what? Part of my reward system is 
I don't know what's going to come next from this human, but I like all of it. And you're also being somewhat distracting because if the dog's always expecting, you know, a, a, a treat, always expecting food for work done, that's kind of a dangerous slippery, slippery slope because you're going to get into a circumstance at some point where, hey, guess what? The dog is full. So if you offered me, you know, the most awesome uh, meatball sub, sub, you know, right after I had a huge Thanksgiving dinner, there's no way I'm going to eat that thing. Likewise, if your dog's full or you don't have something that, that, that is very interesting or higher value than whatever they're, they're looking at, that's a problem. But your world with the dog and the dog's world will collapse and get smaller and smaller and smaller the more you avoid taking the dog out of your front door and going out in public. Also, your world will get smaller and smaller and smaller if your dog goes through some sort of obedience training. You know, say your basic class where you go um, once a week for a couple of weeks. Problem with that is a lot of people quit right there. They don't even consistently reinforce this stuff week over week when they leave. And the dog here and there gets something right and they get treats and you figure, okay, well, I'm done. Well, and I got a diploma and I put, you know, my dog's diploma on the refrigerator. We're so proud and we got a picture and everything like that. But hey, you know what? You don't stop reading just because you stopped going to school. You have to read. So this dog uh, went to school, learned some stuff. And then you said, okay, you're graduated. No more school for you. You never have to think again. But here's the problem with that. You don't think for the dog either. So my suggestion is double down on the training. Recommit yourself to training. And hey, how about this? Say your dog is no sit down, stay, give paw, come when called, go to your place, go to crate. Teach your dog a trick. Teach something silly. Teach your dog to sit pretty. Teach a dog how to spin, high five. Um, uh, there's a million of them out there. And you can, you can Google them. You can look up on YouTube. Excellent trainers all over the world have all kinds of awesome things there. I mean, there's no reason why you, you, you wouldn't be able to find something for the dog to do. But one of the things I say, if you're not very creative, how about this? To go through basic obedience that the dog's already mastered, but make it random. Make it so the dog's going, wow, this human's crazy. I don't even know what he's trying to do, but he's doing stuff and I'm getting rewarded and it's confusing, but a little bit stressful, but fun because I have to think. Now, these dogs that sit around all day, they're couch potatoes, their brains are going to mush and then they get outside and they go wild because that's the only stimulation they have all day. Well, if you're training your dog and you're keeping him on, on, on his toes, this is one of the best things I, I like to do. The dog always knows, yep, sit, uh-huh, give paw, yep, lay down, I got it. And they do this whole routine every time you uh, you pick up a treat or you go by the, the, the cabinet where the, where the bones are. Hey, how about this? Call your dog to touch. Instead of saying sit, have the dog go straight down, then have the dog sit, then stand. I mean, one of the things I do with my dog is sit, down, sit. Randomly. I'll do... Down, stand, down. I'll do stand, down, sit. Randomize it. But every time she does it, every time she performs one of these things, I act like it's the first time it happened. 
I'm like, whoa, good girl. Yeah, way to go. And I celebrate it. Thing is, when that dog's done with that, even if it's a five-minute little micro session that you're able to do, drains the dog's batteries, takes the edge off just a little bit. And then, you know, in my case, if you are supplementing with a little bit of CBD on top of that, you actually have a much calmer dog. And then you take her out on a, on a walk or something and, hey, recall her or play with her um, when she's not expecting it. You know, be silly in a, in a public situation. You're going to find that if you start doing that and you make training an actual habit, the dog's going to look to you for answers. You know, in a stressful situation, it's not going to tune you out. And most people, when they let their dog out the front door, the dog tunes them out immediately. Food has no value. Play probably has no value either. The only thing that's important to the dog is the other thing, whatever that is. If it's, if it's a guy, uh, you know, doing landscaping or it's a delivery person or another dog walking down the street with somebody else, one of your neighbors, they get all kind of wound up. So here's the thing. You, you got to engage the dog. You got to get the dog trained and you got to do training with the dog, even in some of the most simple stuff. So that when you do go outside and you do have like some sort of episode, if you will, the dog has something familiar to draw from. It shows that you're calm in that situation and you don't instantly just go, there's another dog. Oh God, uh, it's over. And then you freak out because most of you out there are freaking out every time you go outside your front door with your dog. So my methods of training usually are train with zero distractions to start off with. You know, and if you have a puppy, obviously that's 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 a, that's a given. But if you're if you're just trying to get back into the swing of things and get your dog out in the public and socialize and bring your dog to other places and you know, hey, listen, this this global pandemic of COVID nineteen is starting to settle down, and as it's settling down, we're able to go outside and we're able to socialize, and there's less restrictions on what you can and can't do, um, place to place, country to country, business to business, but things are returning to a semblance of normal. And you have to have your dog ready. So listening to this podcast will definitely help and get you somewhat on track. So go back through some of these episodes, double down on some of these efforts, and actually get your dog to do some stuff. Plus, you know, if you're local to me, give me a call, uh, you know, book an online tra a training session, book an in-person session, do some training, get some new tips. And if you have an older dog that you've already been through um, a, a obedience course or two contact a good trainer and take one session and explain to the trainer listen i want to come up with a very very brief basic obedience program inside my house something i can run through in the next 15 20 minutes have a dog do a couple of different things keep the dog on on his toes and then also keep me honest and on my toes and make sure that the dog finds me interesting and then when we go outside and we go someplace and you start in invoking some of these commands and techniques, once they've been kind of refined with you and a professional dog trainer, it's going to be a much different world for you and your dog. And when you go places, you're going to be like, oh, look, there, you know, there's Adam and his dog. Cool. Instead of, oh, God, there's that guy with a disaster of a dog. You'll actually get to know people. So, um, you know, I think right now. There's a lot of, of momentum going towards let's go back to socializing. Let's go back to, you know, hanging out with other people and other families and stuff like that, which means public gatherings, barbecues, uh, sidewalk cafes, all that good stuff. And the weather's turning really nice here in, in, uh, in New Jersey and in, in New York. I was just in Brooklyn today and it was a gorgeous day. 
and going outside with your dog is, is really great when you know that you can communicate with them, when you know that they're not making somebody else have a bad day by their reactions to, to stimuli. And also you have some control so you can relax. So today I was with one of my favorite clients and their, their dog, her dog. And we sat there and we talked to neighbor's dogs and, and they walked by. Hey, guess what? You could do this too. It's possible. So if you need help, you know where to find it. Um, you know, I would say if you, if you're outside of the Northern New Jersey area and you can't get me, get another dog trainer. And if you even can't book me, chances are you can't. Cause I mean, my, uh, my schedule so booked up, but Hey, go, go to Google, go to DuckDuckGo. Google dog trainers near me, dog training near me, read the re reviews, get yourself one, have a session or two, get back on track, you know, do it. Your leadership to your dog is important. You know, your parenting skills, for lack of a better, better, better term, you know, enforcing, you know, that there are rules where we, when we go places, there are boundaries with people and places and things. And when you're calm, the dog's calm too. So keep yourself in check, you know, have a playbook, have something to do, but work your dog first. So start inside, then go to your backyard or go to a very quiet uh, neighborhood where there are no other animals or there's really not, not much to compete with and continue down that path. So guys, that's about it. That's all I have uh, uh, for today. Um, please, if you're listening to this, subscribe to the uh, podcast on your podcast provider. Um, if there's a possibility to give some ratings and you, and you'd like to throw me a couple nice stars, you know, five is great. Four is pretty good too. You know, have something nice to say as well. That would be awesome. Um, if you guys have any questions and you want to reach out to me directly, you can go to my webpage. There's a, 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 a free, uh, like a, a questions, uh, submission and it, go for it. It's casperdogtraining.com. It's right on the bottom of the front page. You can do it on your mobile tablet or on your, uh, or on your phone, uh, I'm sorry, or on your desktop. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing from all of you guys. Good luck. Get out there. Go train. Still, wash your hands, wear a mask, wear where necessary. Keep yourself safe. Stay well. And cheers.